We are in Baba Kama, Daf Kuf Tes Zion, Kuf Tes Zion one sixteen. At the top, at the two dots, also known as a colon. Im Amarlo Atilas Shelcha. The Mishnah had said that if somebody tells another person, you know, makes a deal with them, right? We said that um, if they broke their barrel in order to save the other person's uh, honey, so then. And we said that the honey was much more or um, not as valuable, but much less, I meant. If the honey was much less or not as valuable as the wine, so then all he gets is schar tircha, I think is what we said. But if the guy says, hey, I've got this barrel of wine here, how about I spo- spill out my wine, save your, your honey, and you, get, and you pay me the amount of the, of the wine? So in that case, the Mishnah had said, you were obligated to give it to him because you made a deal. So the Gemara says, am I? Why would the, 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 the honey owner, why would Winnie the Pooh have to pay the wine merchant? Let him say, I was kidding. Is that what that means? Yeah, I was joking I was, with you. I was kidding. So, uh, interesting time to, to be joking around. But Milo Tanya, doesn't it say, If a person was running away from prison and there was a boat passing in front of him, a what? A ferry, okay. Amarlo told Dinar, Take. I'll give you a dinar and bring me across the river. And then he did. So, ain lo elas All he gets is not a dinar, it, but rather his usual, uh, his usual fare. Alma, amar I was kidding. When I said a dinar, you thought I meant, oh, serious? I meant, you know, how about I, in a joking style, how about I give you a couple hundred bucks, you take me across the river? But obviously, I only meant to give you uh, your, your normal fare. So Gemara says, Ha, lo dami, ela lesefa. It's not compar- comparable to that case, but it's comparable to the sefa, I guess, of that brisa. Vim amr lo, tol din arzeh b'scharcha v'havireni, nosin lo scharo mishalem. Maishna Resha Maishna Sefa Amrabiar Barhama Bitsayad Hashola Dagim Min Hayam. The end of the Bryce is talking about someone who, who traps fish from the sea. Damarle Afsadatani Kavre Bezuza. Not really sure what to make this plus part, but it basically says that the person that's hunting the fish is losing out on much more than just uh you know, a general ferry ride. He's losing out on the fact that he could have caught fish and he could have caught big fish. Okay. I'm not really sure why that's comparable to the case that we're talking about with the honey. Uh, so to in the case of our mission, since the owner of the wine suffers a loss and saving his honey, he's entitled to receive compensation for the loss. Hmm. 
Right. I mean, I guess the in the case of the boat, it was almost like you were getting extra, when unjustifiably extra for your for your work. In this case, you're not just getting your fare; you're also losing out on something you could have gotten or would have gotten otherwise. Okay. I get that. All right. Shatzaf nar chamor v'chamor chavero shelo yafemana shelo yafemana was masayim. Right, if you remember, the case was both of their donkeys were swept away, and uh, this guy could have saved his friends, which was two hundred, and he says and he does, so he only gets scharo the, the the labor that it took to get that donkey. I don't know how you judge that stuff, but okay. If, however, he said, "I'm going to save yours on condition that you give me a hundred. Um, so then you're chayv. And you need to both of these cases, the wine honey case and the donkey in the river case. If you only would have written the barrel case of the honey and the wine, only when he explicitly says, so does it give him all the money? Because he's doing it with his hands. He is basically pouring out his own wine with his hands. And therefore... You know, he is basically sacrificing for the other person. In this case, where the donkey is already done, meaning the guy is basically just trying to get his money back. Um, he's not losing. He's not, you know, giving up his money. So maybe in that case, because the donkey is already lost, he only gets, he only gets the, the labor, the value of his labor. And if it only would have written the one with the donkeys, his stomach, it's only in that case where if he wouldn't say anything, he would only get labor. Because he already lost his donkey, he wouldn't get anything else. The donkey's already lost. But in that case, to be a dying, in that case where if he doesn't say anything, he still pours out his wine voluntarily, meaning he has effectively lost his wine, even if he didn't say any conditions. Maybe in that case, he would have been uh, justified in asking for the whole payment of his wine since he poured it out. So therefore, Tzricha, that even in the wine case, you can only get all the money back if you asked, uh, if you made that deal beforehand. Okay, interesting. We've kind of asked Rav. In the case of the donkeys in the river, Yarad lahatzil v'ala shalom me'elav mahu. Let's say the guy says, I'll go save your donkey if you give me half the profits, which would cover my donkey. And then all of a sudden, his donkey actually comes out. And therefore, he doesn't really need the... And it's specifically because the way that he phrases the question is... Um, what was the question? It was like, Demei Shali or something. Viatanosin li es Shali. You give me mine, meaning the worth of my donkey. And here his donkey is, is coming up, and it's fine. So on the one hand, they made a deal. And on the other hand, he doesn't need the money. So That is basically just extra cherry on top from Hashem. You know, it doesn't necessarily mean anything to these two people. He still has to give him the money based on the, the, the agreement. Kihadrav Safra Havaka Oh boy, story time. He went once Rav Safra was walking on the way on a caravan. Traveling in a caravan. Traveling And a lion came upon them. 
And it, it says here it is uh, the lion escort. In other words, it protected them from other wild beasts. Okay. All night, they would give a donkey? Every night. Every night. As a reward, they would give the lion a donkey. They would feed him an entire donkey every night? Is that how much lions eat? That sounds way too much, but okay. When you come across a good steak. (laughs) That's not, I don't know. First of all, I don't know what donkey tastes like, but also, that seems like a lot for one line. But okay. He gave the donkey and he didn't eat it. So, okay, if you don't want it, I'll take it back. Um, and I guess we're saying that that was sort of like Hashem sort of looking kindly upon him. Uh, they didn't have to eat it. But I guess at the same time, he doesn't have to pay anything that other people did pay, right? Other people sacrificed their donkeys, and he doesn't have to do it. And I guess when Rav Safar gave up the donkey, it would have made it hefker because he assumed it was going to be eaten. So then Zachabe means he went and he got it. He chopped it before anybody else could. Um, okay. Why does he have to go chop it? It's true, he was making it hefker, but he only made it hefker assuming that the lion was going to eat it. If the lion didn't eat it, so then uh, he didn't make it hefker for everybody else, he made it hefker for the lion. So He's doing it just to cover his basis. Yeah, he was just making that uh, other people wouldn't get upset about it or something. I don't know. Rav asked Rebbe, Ah, interesting. You were, you committed to doing a job, but the job was just not possible. I assume you have to pay for that. Typically, right? In general employment law, if you're asked to do something and that task is too daunting, too, too difficult, or, you know, it's a, a reasonable expectation that you can't do it, but you put in the effort, you still have to pay them, right? Well, if it's a reasonable expectation you can't do it, you probably shouldn't have taken it upon No, it's a reasonable possibility. So, for instance, I remember vividly a couple years ago, we had squirrels in our house, and we hired a guy to come catch the squirrel. He put out the traps. He was looking for other things. And after, after two or three days, he's like, look, I've been spending a lot of time here. I would want you to you compensate me even for my time. And I said, honestly, when we first made the agreement, it was for getting the squirrel, not for trying to get the squirrel. And he honored that, and I was very grateful for that. And I recommended him to a bunch of people for that, and he got more business because of it, whatever. But the point is, like, in a normal employment situation, I'd have to pay him for that, that labor, even if he's not doing anything for me, but he's still spending time, right? Right. Correct? Okay, so that's what yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm saying here. Like, it could be that you're, you're hiring someone to do a task that's just very hard. So the guy makes a deal and says, look, you pay me 100 or you pay me my labor. Pay for my labor to try to go get your donkey. And he doesn't do it. So you, have still have to, you still have to pay him. So this is a question. Good question. He still gets his schar. You don't have to give him the... the, the, the you don't have to give him the amount of the donkey because he didn't get the do- he didn't get the the money to pay back, and especially because the way he said it also was, at least in this case, almanasli told us to make Right? He says 
I'll save your donkey and you give me the, ver- the value of mine. So in this case, he didn't actually get the donkey. So that's part of the deal. So Asave, wait a second, doesn't it say, Hasochar Sapoel, Lahavi Kruv Vidur Maskanin Lachola? He hired a worker to bring carib and. Oh, crow's cabbage. Cabbage and prunes. Okay. Quinces. Quinces or, or, or prunes. Okay. For the sick person. And then he found that the, the sick person had gotten better already and he doesn't need these fruits. So, no son los caro. Michelin. Michelin. or Michelin. Anyways, you have to pay him his, his labor. He still did the work. So, therefore, you're also. It might be unnecessary work, but he still did the work. So the obvious difference here is He was asked to do a job, and he did the job. But Here, he didn't do the job. Right? He said, I was going to go get the, the, the donkey, and he never got it. So that's a very different story. If we were talking about the Schartir, that's, that's also maybe more of a, a parallel case. They were, if somebody was walking, if, if, if there was a caravan going and a Gaius, how do we translate Gaius in this case? This you should a troop. A troop is how we usually translate it, yeah. Latorfa to plunder. Plunder, that's the word, good. Uh, to, 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 to steal from them. So, Mechashvin Lefi Mamon. So they make a calculation. Well, it says here that they were persuaded to accept oh. a ransom instead. Like to pay him off to not take his stuff, take their stuff? Yeah. Okay, so I guess it says, it's saying that they split the, the cost of the ransom? Yeah. But here what I have that is, I have here an interesting line. I wonder if this is from from Rashi or not. Im that different people had different amounts of wealth along with them. So it's not that each person had to actually give the same amount. It's that each person was judged based on what they, what the value of what they had. You have that in the art scroll? It says uh, they don't care about the amount of people. Since the threat was to their money, they each pay according to the amount it carries. Right, the amount of a person has. They don't do it based on the person, sort of a set price. If they had hired a tour guide or whatever, this a GPS, a scout, and you're actually you're paying based on the, the people, not based on the people's money. They're say he, he's he's helping the the people themselves. But nonetheless, and you never change from whatever the the going policy is, uh, regardless of uh, regardless of what they're doing for you. If there's a minhag to 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 pay based on wealth, so then you pay based on minhag pay based on sort of your 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 personhood, so then you pay based on that. Rishain chamarin lahasnos and the Donkey drivers are allowed to make a condition. If you if you uh, if you break it, you got to replace it. If you somehow lose my donkey, 
that whoever will a lose donkey. his donkey, they'll provide another donkey for him. Yeah, I mean, I assume that these, you know, this uh, sort of travel agent, they would give donkeys to everybody. I don't know how exactly they do that, but okay. So Bakusia, if they had said they'll give it, if it's negligence. One of them lost his donkeys through negligence. Through negligence. So then, Ain Ma Oh, this is saying that, okay, I have a parenthesis in the first line, yamid or na'amid. Yamid would mean that the person that lost it has to replace it. Is that what you have? Or is it saying that the donkey owner would replace it? Uh, what's the note here? The second one definitely means that the donkey owner is not going to replace it because that, they were negligent. Shalobakusya, however, ma'amidim lo. If the donkey ran away and wasn't expected, it wasn't like a reasonable expectation that they would take care of the donkey that they were given. So then he gives them another one. And if the, who's this? If the person says, who's this person? And if the one who lost the donkey mm-hmm. said, instead of giving me a donkey, give me money to purchase my own donkey. And I will care I will for it overnight. So then we don't listen to that. Because maybe he's not going to get the donkey. Maybe it's some kind of like uh, insurance fraud or something. Okay. Because the point of giving him a donkey is to ensure he'll help power the caravan's donkeys. Giving him money could defeat this purpose for him mm-hmm. keeping the money and not purchasing it. Right. Pshita says the Gemara, what, what, what is the Bresa teaching us? All of this is, uh, all of this makes sense. The person had another donkey. Beyond the one that was stolen, that was lost, that donkey is already going to, to to help guard the caravan, regardless of whether this person has it or not. Better is a second donkey that can guard that he would pay for than a uh, than only one extra donkey that's uh, that's already available. Okay. Nachshol Litova. Is this a pirate? There was a boat on the sea. And then another. Is it a storm? A storm. A yeah, storm came. Litova. I don't know. Nachshol is an yeah, interesting word. No pirate. No pirate. Darn. Litova. Vehikilumi Masa'a. This storm came and it was going to uh, sink it. And then they lessened the load. It's sort of like Yona style. Mechashvin Lefimasoi. So then the way that you split it up is based on how much it weighs, right? A person who's, who's carrying, a, you know, a few tons of things has to give up more than a person who's carrying only a backpack. But you don't base, do it based on the value of the items. Okay, that kind of makes sense. And, uh, but nonetheless, you should not change from whatever the standing policy is of the boat owners. Okay. Uh, they could all make the, the following conditions. Anyone who loses a boat, we will give him another boat in return. But And if the boats leave the caravan of the boats and go to another place where the boats don't go, 
So then, ain ma'animidim. Meaning, how, how is that not negligence anyway? That sounds like negligence, no? If it was negligent, we're not going to replace it. If this guy goes to a place he shouldn't have gone, so that's negligent. So then we're not going to replace it. Why is that? Uh, what's the Chiddush there? says, Gemara, lo tzricha, pshita, lo tzricha, devenisan, mirachke, chad ashla. What does that mean? It was in the month of Nisan, where the boat gets bigger, because I guess the springtime, the melting of all the snow and the rain, whatever. And then the boat, I guess, goes further than it usually does. It says like one rope length from the riverbank during Tishrei, two rope lengths. From all the summer. Oh, yes, the rivers are swollen. So therefore, He had gone in a Nisan time to the place of the Tishrei time. Maybe he was just doing it out of his routine. Oh, I remember I always go over here during, during Nisan. During Tishrei, so maybe I can go during Nisan. He wasn't. Uh, he wasn't. He would not be considered negligent in that situation. Kamash Malan, the Brisa says we're considering it negligence, even though it is part of his usual routine. Okay. The troop comes and actually is plundering them. And one of them comes. Uh, comes up, I guess, stops the the troop, the, the plunderer, and uh, saves everyone's money. So, Hitzil Le'emza. Hitzil Le'emza. Since he's rescued it for everyone. In other words, everyone in the caravan claims his own property from the goods this person rescued. What's the word Le'emza doing there? Le'emza means the middle... I guess everyone's equal, maybe. Maybe that's what middle means. Everyone's equal in taking the their stuff back. Vim Amar, if he said before he stops him, me, so then he I hereby declare I'm going to stop this plunderer, but only for myself, not for anybody else. I, you know, that get that gets me thinking that maybe it's uh, a little bit of uh, they're in cahoots. Hey, come and steal everyone's stuff, and then I'll stop you and take all their stuff. In that case, he doesn't have to be seen as a thief. Anyways, what's the case? If it's a case where it's clear and obvious that they could have st- they, they could have saved their stuff anyway, I feel safer. Even when that person goes and says, I'm going to you know, steal for myself, they save it for myself, that also goes to everybody because anybody could have done that. Why didn't they do that? Maybe they were sleeping or something. I don't know. And if it was a case where they weren't, I feel a ration. And this person is just an unbelievable warrior, and he's able to overcome this plunderer. So then, even in that case, even if he doesn't say, I'm doing it for myself, he should, he, she's the rightful owner for all this stuff. Because other people weren't going to save it. And I guess it's sort of like a yayer situation. Like, they just gave up on it. So, Amrabi Barchama. Three explanations we're going to get to. Three. One, the first one is, Amrabi Barchama. Hacha b'shutzfinaskin. And here we're talking about Partners. I mean, you're dealing with partners. I guess each partner has skills or you know, contributions that they provide the other, even without the other person knowing. So, and therefore, he says, Amar Palig, that when he's saving it 
and he says, I'm going to save it for himself. I'm going to save it for myself. So his intention is to split it. But lo amar, but if he didn't say it, lo palik. Oh, Amar Palig, if he said it, so he would take his half, meaning that when he says, I'm, I'm going to go save it, what he really meant is, I'm going to save my half. I don't know why this is the truth, but okay. If he didn't say anything, so then Lo Palig, he does not mean to take only his part, and he really means to take anything that he could split among everybody else. Okay. Rav Amar Hachab Palinaskin, we're talking about workers. The Ukarav, the Amarav, Paul Yachalachsar Ba, Filbachatsiayom. An employee could basically say, uh, I forego the rest of my paycheck for today and just leave in the middle? Is that what that means? Withdraw from service even in the middle of the working day. And if he doesn't sort of call out, doesn't punch out for the day, so then he's still considered to be in the you know, auspices or the jurisdiction of the of the employer. And when he does leave, it's not because he's no longer under the auspices of his employer, but rather because of a pasuk. He really he, he sort of goes reverts back to being Hashem's. Not anybody else. Okay. What does that have to do with this? If the worker says, I'm doing it for myself, he's clearly choser. Okay, that's what it means. He's basically saying, I'm no longer working for this guy. Uh, if, however, he doesn't say anything, so then he's basically working for that guy. Oh, he's an employer of the caravan, not just one guy. Okay, that makes more sense. He works for the company. And if he goes and saves the stuff, so then he's saving it for the whole company, the whole the whole uh, group of people. But if he is, uh, if he then says, okay, I quit <laughs> in the middle of the thing, he's, I quit, I'm going to go save all this stuff for myself. <coughs> so then he doesn't owe it to anybody. He could save it, but it's a little hard. And everybody else is able to do it, but they're not willing to. And we don't know if everybody else gave up on the stuff or not. Galidate if he explained explicitly that he's doing it for himself, so then la'atzmo, then he gets to keep it for himself. Lo galidate. If he didn't, so then we assume that just like him, everyone else is not willing to give it up so easily. And therefore it's lamsa. All right, I'm not really sure I get that logic, but okay. New Mishnah. Hagoza sarame chaveron talum masikin. Masikin. Are those thieves? We're going to have a discussion over Okay. It is thieves, but we're going to have a discussion over it, it, It's defined here as extortion. Extortion, and okay. Thugs. Thugs, thieves, Ooh, or extortion like is. <laughs> okay. Someone, be a good mission. <laughs> someone stole a field from their friends. Friend. And then, per, fellow. And then somebody else stole it from him? Thugs. That's Thugs that's stole like, it from him, okay. In Makas Medina, he... If he, it, it, it says if it's 
if it's a province-wide plague, is how it describes it. In other words, extortionists are going around uh grabbing a lot of fields. But it also says officers of the crown in the footnote. Okay, Makas Medina could either be something that's happening in the province or it's from the powers of the province. Uh, Omer Lo, Haresha Chalifanecha. The guy, I guess the first thief, says to the thug, you can have it. Is that what that means? No, no, no. What happened? He says to the original owner... The thug says to the original In other words, yeah, we've got owner, owner, thug, thug. extortionist. Oh, I was Um, thinking owner, thief, thug. Whatever. Okay. If that's how you want to The third guy? So, no. So the thief... Yeah. Who originally took the the owner, but now has it taken from from him, him, says to the original owner, I'm I'm not liable because... Oh, somebody else... I would have given it back. No, this would have happened anyway. Okay, that's it. Okay, all right. right. I hear that. Meaning, even if I hadn't done anything, it would have, this guy would have, this thug would have come anyway. So, imach masagazlan. However, if the thief, guy number two, had done something to warrant this other person, this thug, from taking it from him, so then then he is responsible to give it back to the original owner. Sadach, or a different uh, field. Okay, I don't know how we're going to parse all this, but says the Gemara. Someone who says the word masikin is not mistaken. And also masikin makes sense. I don't know what each of them mean, but masikin I was going to say, what does that do? Yachsinei saka'a. Saka'a is a translation of Arbe or Arava. I don't know what this word is. <clears throat> I think Yerish at Slatzal, isn't that like a a bug or something? Yeah, it is Arbe. Locust. Okay. Um all right, and that's I guess a a placeholder for thugs. These these uh, locusts. Okay, we're skipping to the end of the Mishnah. Good. What's the case exactly? If we're talking about the thug is taking his own field, but not the whole thing? No. So in, in, the question here is, what's the case in which that middle guy is liable to replace right. the field? Right. So it's saying, if you're going to say it's where... The extortionist, in other words, the last person, right, the thug, yeah, only took that field, but it wasn't a province-wide. Oh, it wasn't Makas Medina. Yeah. Okay. We would have already know that because it said in Makas Medina ilolo because that part that condition was already part of the beginning of the Mishnah. We don't need this to repeat that. So lo tricha de achve achvuye. means what? It's really referring to someone who showed another person's field to the extortionist so they would confiscate it. Mishnah rules since he caused the person's field to be confiscated, he must replace the field. The thief was showing off the stolen field? What it sounds to me like is the thugs are coming around and he 
directs them to here take this one i just stole it this one as opposed to no, a different say, one take this one i just stole right right it. right, right. Just, just take this one i guess but in his mind he's saying look this wasn't mine anyway correct you might as well take this okay right. it could be that he has his own field right he's got his other that, one yeah this was superior, his so. right this was his decoy field in case the thugs right. came around okay Alternatively, it's a similar case where they are forcing the they're forcing the thief to give them a field, and he says, "I'll show you a bunch of you," and he shows them a bunch of them, and this is part of it. Okay, that's just, I don't see why that's any different. He has to pay for that also. There was a story of a man who was once showing off, you know, trying to, I guess, offer to thugs a specific plot of lands. Piles of wheat. Piles of wheat. Right. Piles of wheat of the Reish Galusa. <clears throat> and then the thugs took it. So then the Reish Galusa came to Rav Nachman to say, hey, can I get can I get my money back from that guy who showed them the, the pile? So Rav Nachman Shalume, and he made the the Moser. That's what I have in my gummer here. The person that that uh, the the I don't know what you call him, the the thief basically that showed him his the other person's stuff. So Rav Nachman made him pay for it. Yasser Rav Yosef Achorei Rav Huna Barchia. Yasser Rav Huna Barchia Kamei Rav Nachman. That's how they used to sit row by row. Are you saying that he is rightfully reimbursing, or is this a penalty that you're you're inflicting on this guy? So What do you mean? Of course, it's a it's just a regular reimbursement. It's non because the Mishnah says. And we said that that case of the Mishnah is when he's showing it. And I guess that would make it a reimbursement. I mean, you're, you're liable for that. That makes it a reimbursement, not a penalty. That's, you know, beyond the, the scope. Vastud Nafak, after Rav Nachman left, Amar Rav Rav my What do you care if it's a dinner kanas? What does it make a difference? So Amar If it's a reimbursement, so then I can learn from that and say if there's a similar situation, so then they should also pay. But if it's just the kanas, so then maybe it was a one-time thing where he's making a penalty for this guy that uh, maybe he's a frequent thief and he had to teach him a lesson or something like that. Um, all right, I think we're... Mm, let's try to keep going. <laughs> How do we know that you can't learn from a kanas? That if the person is making tame his friend's stuff, or is he if he's pouring out his stuff for Avodazara, so then he still has to pay Khazru Lomar even someone who sort of mixes Truma Chulin with Trumas Truma Tevel or something like that. Um, so then Khazru in Lo Khazru Lo. Khazru the Chacham came back and said They added this midameh to it, but not because 
It was absolutely chayev. My time allowed me shum to kenasahu who kenasalukamirminek. So presumably the reason why they came back and added a prohibition is because it's a kenas, not because it's actually a uh, a real payment. Okay, so where's the low? They originally thought that the that they should have instituted a gazera only for a great loss, not for a small loss. And then they said, actually, we want to expand the original and say even for a small loss. So he went the other Khazru in Lo Khazru Lo, my time alive me shimd look amir mikanasa, lo me kara savri krebi oven, lovasov savri krebi yermia. Me kara savri krebi oven, dum rebi oven zarak chates, mitzchilas arba sof arba. They have originally thought if you if you send an arrow from beginning of four to the end of four, meaning Amos and Nershisarabim, Vikara Shirayan Bahalikaso, and it and it breaks something on its way. So then, Pater Sharia Kira Torah because the beginning is really servicing the end, in which case it's one long activity, and you'd be Chayev for the whole activity, and therefore Pater from the monetary payment. And therefore, it's Kimle Bidrab, and he doesn't have to pay the money. He would be just Chayev for the activity. Once it starts, he already was Kona the. Wine that he was sort of that he was going to pour for Avodazara, Yichayev lei mamon, and then Mischayev benafshol lo have ad shas nisuch, and then the actual monetary payments only later as a separate act, even though he might have done it together. The two obligations happen separately, and that's why they extended the halacha, not because of some kind of kanas that you don't apply. All right, in the end of the day, we don't always, um, we do not necessarily. Say you don't learn from a kanas. Could be that you learn it from a kanas. So in the end of the day, I'm not really sure how we pass it. Okay. Yeah.